Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from the adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Well, today I'm the nervous, most nervous guy in the Krabby <laughs> Coffee. You guys, I haven't been this nervous about an interview, I don't think, in my entire career. Um, <laughs> And it's because it's with a, a racer, Kennedy Swan, and, and racing has been a serious passion of mine, spectating dirt track racing since the 70s. And I just don't want to screw this up. Uh, um, but this all came about because uh, I follow Kennedy Swan on Facebook, 18S Racing. And she posted a picture of uh, herself celebrating National Women's Month a couple of weeks ago. And I thought, oh, my God, that's an excuse. I can finally talk about something <laughs> on the Krabby Coffee Shop that I actually care about. Um, and and a, lot of, a lot of people might not realize that in racing, the gals run against the guys, um, there used to be years and years ago a powder puff class. Oh, where, brother! Yeah, oh, totally <laughs> I'm sorry, done. I don't really like that name. Totally <laughs> no, done. And it was the wives of drivers or <laughs> oh, mechanics, okay. and they'd go out there for a few laps, and it was just a novelty thing, and it, and it wasn't real. But these days, the gals are just as good as the guys, and in the case of Kennedy, they're actually better. And I'm seeing a lot of women racing, snowmobile racing, ATV racing, auto racing across the board. And it's really cool because they're competing against the guys and they're winning. Uh, they're winning. So the, the old days are over. And uh, I, uh, I, I think I discovered Kennedy two years ago because I sign up, I've signed up for something called Dirt Race Central. And this is a, a, a channel, online channel where you buy oh, a subscription, yeah, right? Yeah. And you can either watch live races or replays. And I'm such a nerd that during the week <laughs> when there's no racing, I'm watching replays of old last week. Yeah, <laughs> old races. Yeah, great. And that's where I discovered Kennedy. And, um, and you know, it was at first it was like, okay, well, there's, there's a girl and she's pretty good. And then I discovered how old she was. And then I was blown away. And Kennedy is winning a lot of races. You know what? Let's, instead of talking about her behind her back, let's just say hi. <laughs> hi, Kennedy. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Forgive me, Kennedy. I'm really nervous and I'm never, ever nervous. Uh, this job does not make me nervous. And for some reason, you've got me uh, all uh, shook up here. It's all right. <laughs> so uh, I don't. Let's start at the very beginning. You're 16 years old now, Kennedy. Um, when did you start racing? When did you discover your love for competition? Um, when I was five, uh, my dad wanted to put me in a go kart, but um, I refused to get in it, and I'd cry and scream. So then that <laughs> winter, we went four wheeler racing on ice. Ah. And I ended up taking last and was crying about it. But then and there, I knew that I loved racing. So then the following summer when I was six, I got into go-karts. And from there, I haven't stopped. Kennedy, why were you, why were you crying when you came off the track uh, racing quads? What, what was that all about? Um, I think it was because I took last. <laughs> that That's the sign of a true competitor right there. And you've been addicted ever since. 
So you got into a go-kart at the age of five. Yes, yes, I did. How'd that go for you the first couple of seasons? So after my tantrum that I had the following year, <laughs> um, from there I did really good, and I got my first win in my rookie cage, and then we moved up to a junior wing, and we got a lot of wins there, and I moved up again to a 250 wing cart and got some wins there, and then after that, I went to BMOD when I was 13 years old, and then I think I have a total of, I have 27 career wins in karting and BMOD in total in my career. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, that's so wow. amazing! <laughs> that's so cool. That's so cool. Uh, just, um, just to uh, inform the listeners, when you say winged carts, do they kind of look like sprint cars, just miniature versions? Is that what they look like? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. We've got a go kart track up here where I live. Let me tell you, that is some fun, fun racing. These kids, they put their foot down and they do not lift. Um, no. Nope. So. Um, so why did you, at 13, transition into um, what we call B-Mod? They're called Midwest Mods, but we all call them B-Mods. Why did, why did you make that transition? Um, well, right then and there, it was either we go to a 500cc wind cart or we go to a B-Mod. And Dad wanted to put me in a B-Mod, so he made that decision for me. And um, once I got in it, I didn't want to stop, so I continued it. So the first time you got into it, uh, were you a little bit nervous or did, was it exhilarating? Did it feel like it it was at home for you? Like, oh, I can do this. Um, it was it was a little bit rough. I, it was yeah. hard to, and but I knew it was something I wanted to do, so I wasn't going to stop. That's awesome. So in, cool. In go karts and B mods, correct me if I'm wrong. You kind of use wheel spin back back wheel spin and the throttle to steer in and through the mm -hmm. corners. A am I correct in assuming that? Uh, yes and no. Uh, can, can you explain more about that? Like, what do you, what do you do? Yeah, yeah I, I want to I know, Kennedy, the process. You're going down the back stretch, WFO, foot to the floor. How do you approach that corner? What goes through your mind? What's the process? How, how, do, you, how do you make that work? With the uh, B-Mods or Modifieds, we use a lot of, like, braking gas. Because the when you press down the brake, that's what we use to it turns the car. Mm-hmm. Oh. Rear, you can adjust with your um, with your hand if you want more rear to make, like, the back end turn more. Or if you want more front, so the front would turn more. And you'll adjust that depending on how the track is. But, yeah. You adjust mm. the brakes from the inside, from the cockpit. Yes. No, uh, she doesn't climb outside of the car and adjust it out there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just, that just fascinates me, though, that you can do that. Like, say, running down the, the front stretch and you didn't like how she went into three and four. So you do a little tweaking and it just changes the whole setup of the car. That's fascinating to me. Yeah. <laughs> so in B-Mods now, I believe you're you're moving up into just regular modified or some guys call them A-Mods. Can you just briefly and give us the basic difference between a B mod and a regular mod? Yeah, um, so an A mod has a bigger motor. Um, so um, A mods also have a four round 
four bar compared to a three link in a B mod, and the suspension's a little bit different, and then some minor things, um, nothing too big. Will do you anticipate the car being easier to to drive, or or That's harder? What, yeah. A lot of people have been telling me that it's easier to drive a modified. So yes. Ah, okay. Hmm. Now, it sounds like you know your way around a car as well, and I, I have to admit I did watch videos on you, and, and uh, your dad has, has taught you how to work on your own car. I mean, you can pretty much do anything. You could uh, work at Jiffy Lube or <laughs> <laughs> anywhere else. Uh, did you, was that something that you wanted to do, or it was like a necessary thing? Um. At first, maybe, it, at first, my first year, I didn't do it quite a lot just because it's my first year. Mm -hmm. And so my, and we found our pick guide then. They did a lot of it. But then eventually after the three years, I learned a lot of knowledge and mm -hmm. I can do all like the daily stuff to the mod, well, the B mod at the time that was needed to be done. And he'd always do the tires and yeah. All right. Very cool. My dad uh, had knew his way around cars as well and taught us to do everything, bleed the brakes and just, you know, regular cars and, and change our oil and things like that. So he's like, you need to learn how to do this stuff. And we're like, all right. <laughs> so very cool. I admire that. Kennedy, uh, Dawn, even though she's a fancy city person now, she grew up in dirty old Missouri on a farm. Uh, so she knows her way around cars and tractors yeah. and wild animals and, and everything. Um, what One of the things that's really impressed me about you um, is your instincts. You seem to know where to be and where not to be on the track. I love yes. how you avoid first corner conflict after the green has flown is that something that's just something you don't even have to think about it comes naturally or is that something you really have to concentrate on well we can't i can't win on the first lap i know that so and with the b mods it's a really big class and i feel like it's probably the biggest class that my wreck the most i i know that so the first corner i'm not gonna go um, it's, it all depends, but I can't wait on the first lap. So after that, I just, it all just depends. Like if I see the car in front of me is like really, really tight or breaking loose or something, then I'll try and get around them. Then after that, if, cause if I already know what they're doing, it, it kind of, I guess it does come, come naturally. I guess I really don't think, well, I mean, I think about it, but like, I don't know that I'm thinking about it. it yeah. Happens. That's intuitive. That means that you have yeah. real natural talent. Yeah. So, like, when you say loose, so, like, a car, you, you saw in the last lap a car in front of you kind of slides up the track in, in the middle of uh, two, uh, one and two, so you know to instinctively be underneath that car in the next corner so you can duck underneath. That's pretty cool. But what I've also noticed about you is when you end up starting um, in the middle or the back of the pack, there's a lot of mayhem that goes on in the first lap, and you seem to instinctively be able to avoid that. And that, to me, is also the sign of somebody who has really good instincts. Is that something you concentrate on if you're starting 17th in, you know, a field of 20? Yes, that is. I do concentrate on that a lot. Yeah. Well, you mentioned something. You actually put it much more politely than I would have, but... Uh, the B mod class could be a, a it can be a real cluster, and being a fan, it's really frustrating seeing these guys run into each other. And if there's been a yellow and a restart, 
it always leads to more yellows and more restarts. And, and then the flag man ends up getting mad at you guys. And you're <laughs> one of the few, uh, you know, and I, I shouldn't say few, you're, you're in the bunch that usually don't get collected in these, these melee melees. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Um, I'd say uh, I would get collected in a lot of, in the beginning of the year, this year, uh, not so much. My, well, I guess not this year. The last year, 2022. Um, yeah. The beginning of that year, uh, the first, I don't know, two months maybe. It was, it was one, one month was really rough. Like it was, I got crash after crash or something wrong with, something wrong with the car so I couldn't finish. It, it was rough. It was rough. I had, I think, like 15 DNFs that year. And Oof. the following year, I only had like seven and hmm. half of them were due to a flat tire. It was it was a lot rough. It was really rough, but um, after that first month, though, we got back on track, and it wasn't. It was just bad luck, but that that's you're gonna expect that when you're in you know the B mod class. It just happens. I'm super. I'm very superstitious, and um, <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring this up, but you something happened to you in the middle of the season last year, and I think it was up in Superior where you got collected in a pretty serious gnarly wreck. And, uh, oh, boy, I was really nervous. And if I remember right, you guys took a few days off. You fixed the car up. And then didn't you go right back up to Superior and compete at the same track? You practiced at Proctor. Um, oh, was so, it Proctor? Yeah. So I rolled at Superior, but then oh. we, uh, that was Friday. we took off the weekend. And we worked on the car, and then on Thursday, we took it up to Crofter, and I crashed it there. (laughs) So, when you crashed the weekend before, is that on your mind when the green, when they throw the green the following week? Or once you get in the car and you're on the track, all of that nonsense leaves your brain? How's that work for you? Um, I guess I, I haven't really thought about it, but I don't think, I don't. It just pushes me to like be more competitive. Like yeah. now, like that, before, like I'm gonna prove like I'm still just as fast. I can still drive this thing just how I did before, and nothing's gonna change. Yeah, I, I have a question, Kennedy. This is John. I haven't talked yet because I, I don't know a lot about racing. But I'm curious, as Kenny just talked about week to week, is this a weekly thing during the summer? How does this work? I guess I'm curious how your mind has to adjust to what's going on with the racing. Is it once a week, twice a week? How, how does it work? Um, so we start off in, in like middle, end of April, and we um, go every every weekend. We do, well, we're a little bit We'll start about two, two times a weekend in the beginning, and mm-hmm. then after like the first month, we'll start doing it three three nights of racing every weekend. We go from anywhere from Red Cedar Speedway, Menominee, and we'll end up going to Grand Rapids or Ogilvy, Ashland, or like we go everywhere and anywhere. Um, we'll stay local though for the first couple couple months, two months, and then we'll eventually go out and go to other places. But yeah, it's a Three three nights of racing every weekend and um and every night every night that we're not racing we're in the shop and we are getting the car done because um that's where <laughs> races are won is in the shop so yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and John to answer um Kennedy you won not last year but the year before didn't you win the track championship at um, Red Cedar in Menominee 
Yes, yes, I did. And that pretty much requires you to be at that racetrack every single Friday night, right? Yes. Wow. Yeah, so that's a, that's a heck of a commitment. Yeah. 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 And, and then you get into the traveling part, like you said. I actually saw you in uh, late fall last year up in Fergus Falls at I-94 Speedway for something called uh, the Wasota 100, which it's fun as a fan to see all the cars, but the Wasota 100's got to be frustrating as a driver because drivers come from Canada and from Wyoming and Montana and Wisconsin, Illinois. How, how is that experience when you're thrown into a field of over 100 cars and you have to narrow it down to finals? Uh, how's that? What's that like? Well, for me, like, I, I love it. Like, I love going there and I love seeing new cars and all these other cars from like real that are really competitive coming down to this one track and me being able to race them, which I love. But the the Minnesota 100 for me, um, the last two years, I've just had straight bad luck. Like yeah. it is, like it's just bad luck, and I haven't been been able to make it. I think I was this year, I believe one or two one transfer spot out from making it, but um, mm. bad luck got so um, it's that the sucky part about it but i do love going there and i love seeing all these other racers and being able to race against them how do you approach uh what's your mindset on a track that you've never been been at before is that nerve-wracking or is it more exciting and fun i guess i'm a little bit more nervous than usual because i i don't really know the track but i usually um i think i usually get the hang of it after my heat race i usually i adapt to it and i'm pretty good with it so i mean i can adjust to it so i don't think it's like a major setback or anything awesome now what are your um long-term goals i hate to say that i sound like a college counselor right now (laughs) but um when you look at the future where do you see yourself i guess i want to obviously continue racing and i think i want to go after modified i would like to go usmts racing which is uh the united states modified touring series so they or like every state, I, I'd like to do that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if I move up to like a late model or anything. But right now, my I really like the mods, so I'm going to stick with that. And I guess we'll see after that. After that, but yeah. uh, that's a ways, so I'm not too worried about it. But that's my <laughs> right now. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Oh. One of the things that I always watch for when you are, I've got a bunch of gals that I watch up here that are really good. And I'm really hypersensitive about the way the other racers treat them on the track. Um, Have you ever felt like you've been singled out by a driver or that you're just being bullied by some, you know, 50-year-old meathead who doesn't (laughs) think you should be out there? Or, or, Or have the racers been pretty cool? Um, yeah, there is sometimes that that does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people out there, some, some guys that aren't a fan of me and just don't, don't like me and that's totally fine. But I also have majority of, majority of the people in the races that respect me and respect my driving and everything. So that, 
I don't have that conflict, but there is some. There are some people out there that don't uh, like me too much. But yeah, that's all about them like, and not about you. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so, have there ever been any drivers who have been the opposite? Like they'll come up, somebody you just competed with, you both came off the track together, and they'll come up to you after a race and give you some really cool tips and sound advice and and secrets. Uh, do you have any of that happening, or is it too competitive for that? No, that that definitely happens. I would say um, it's like I go if I get top five and we go into the infield. These guys are con- congratulating me and giving me hand, like shaking my hand and telling me like I had a good race. But I I think um, some drivers that will actually help me though and give me some tips, like um, back like at the trailer, would be like Mike Anderson. He races the modified Jody Belfi and Chase oh. the Brass. Yep. And, um, they oh, both wait a minute. Stop. Stop a second. So Shane Sabraski is helping you out? Well, I mean, yes, I would say uh, we're we're pretty close with him. We talk to him a lot. Um, cool. I'm close with one of his uh, sons. I'm friends with his son. We we're by we go to a lot of same racetracks. We talk. And if I ever need anything, he'd always help. So, yes. Okay, so I just, for the listeners, I have to tell you, Shane Sabraski, one of the best drivers in the country. He races both um, modified and super stock, and he does very well. He's a clean driver uh, and a really hard competitor. And the fact that he's helping out other racers, that just makes me love him even more. Now you're going to be competing against him, Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you manage all of this with school, Kennedy? Is it is it easy? Is it difficult? Um, I guess so. Usually, in the um, the end of the season for racing, in the beginning of uh, the school year, I do miss a lot of school. Yeah, usually like first days, Fridays. But um, I end up I can change like my classes and when I have them. So I do like easier classes in the beginning of the year. So the one I miss them, like I'm not missing a whole bunch. Gotcha. And yeah, I mean I can handle it. I don't. It could be a little bit stressful sometimes for sure. But um, it's not. I can get through it. It's nothing that I can't handle. That's you must just great. wear wear yourself out every day, huh? <laughs> Here's Dad. I, she she's too humble. She don't give herself enough credit. Yes. You know, this kid's an honor roll student. Um, she she leaves school. Uh, she goes and works out for usually an hour to hour and 15 minutes every single day, um, sometimes longer. That's She's right. also got softball. She starts softball. She starts softball in November. She works out with a, a local guy here twice a week, whether they're hitting and throwing. So she'll come home from – she doesn't even come home from school. She goes right to the YMCA, works out, comes home and eats. Runs down to does softball stuff. Now <laughs> high school softball has started. So she's practicing every day. Wow. Monday through Friday. She don't give herself enough credit. And, and then uh-huh. when there's time, to, she's got to work on her four-wheeler. She's out working on her four-wheeler. And she still oh. has awesome grades. We haven't Sorry, even got, we haven't even got to the four-wheeler. Um, what position does she play in softball? Um, so I... I play shortstop. That is my main position, but um, I'm a middle fielder, <laughs> so I could do second. And um, outfield is probably another one that I'm better at. But I could I could play anywhere, but ma- uh, mainly shortstop is my position. Uh, Kennedy, are you? I know obviously you're competitive in racing. Are, are you as competitive in softball as you are when you race? Uh yes, yeah, I'm <laughs> a competitive. Athlete. 
but softball is another one that I'm very competitive in. Speak, speaking of competitive, if you and dad had a track to yourself <laughs> and you were both in evenly matched B mods and you had a 10 lap race, who wins? I would win. I would win. <laughs> 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 Funny thing is, Kennedy was pretty young when I raced, and, and she she don't remember. But I got an opportunity at, at Red Clay here this last year, and I jumped into a guy's um, B mod, and she won't probably admit it, but she's like, "I what I finished fifth, sixth, and I haven't raced a race car in eight years, ten years." So yeah, um, she was smiling, so I think she realized, "Hey, Dad, maybe had." Dad has something, but even I, I can't, I watch her, obviously, and the thing she does with a race car, the thing she does with a four-wheeler, um, and, the, you know, she she does things that people just, it's like, wow, how, how'd you do that? Why? I don't know. You know oh, she, man. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the quad racing, you guys, because, Kennedy, in the winter, you race uh, four-wheelers, quads on ice, and... uh you guys really, really hang it out. I mean, you're going through these corners full blast, and it looks like you're keeping it pinned, coming out of the corner, sliding the whole way, and it looks like you slide right up to the outside snowbank. How in the world can you tell your brain to keep it pinned when you're headed right for the snowbank? That's amazing oh. to me. <laughs> well, I don't... So, um... I don't try to come off sometimes because it just happens, but um, it's it just um, I just feather it when I come out and um, when I get close to the snowbank. If you if if you go in and you hit it slow, you're gonna get stuck or you're gonna end up getting more hurt than if you be going full th- full throttle at it. So I just worst case I hit it with my right rear and it just points me straight again. So oh, so you're using the wall? Good, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Oh man! So one of my favorite parts about your Facebook page is your mom. Your mom is uh, her name is Autumn, right? Yes. Your mom will throw your videos up. She'll go live on Facebook, and I got to tell you, um, folks, once the racing season starts, go to 18s Racing for just the live feed so you can hear mom's commentary it's so mom like <laughs> and she and everybody calls uh, all your family evidently calls you Kenna and so she'll be cheering you on and saying oh don't go down there go up high Kenna go up high <laughs> and then there's a whole bunch of swear words and she'll she'll curse out other drivers and it's just so awesome it's so enjoyable I really really I don't want to tell you how to live your life but I really want you guys to start a, uh, a YouTube page it would be <laughs> So have time popular. for that, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know how you're going to get all that in. Maybe assign that to your younger sister or your mom or whatever. Uh, but I, 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 I promise you, you'd have a million followers within two years. It's mm. so good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so humble, Kiana. Uh, you're so humble. Oh, man. Well, well do, you, do you want to mention your sponsors? We got to yes, get your sponsors yes, in I here. I wanted to get this in because that always comes at the end, and uh, you're never ready. Do you have a list of your sponsors, Kiana? Because um, this racing thing, it, it sucks up all your money and all your time. Yeah. And if it wasn't for sponsors, you wouldn't be able to do this. Who are they? Yes. Okay. So without all these marketing partners i couldn't do what i do so um can, so southwest chevrolet tv trucking greenwood concrete and excavation coffee taffy law office ogre express airtech sports 
Interstate Batteries, KP Catering and Seasoning, Polish Enterprise Steve Rowan, Alger Electric, Tanner Family Group Home, Cornell Lake Campground, Jake Side, Clearview Auto Glass, Soka Flooring, <laughs> Jacobson Bay Hardware Meat Market, Bradford Shooter Guy Photos, Hooker Hooker Design, Powder Plus, HG Automotive, Pros and Sharing Kite, Tim's Automotive Machine, Grandpa Dave, and last but not least, SFR Race Cars, Jake and the whole crew. And thanks to William, who was my pick guy before this last year, but still is. Mom and Dad, Sean, Sierra, and Doug. That's amazing. I mean, I I feel like I'm so proud of you, but I don't know you. <laughs> you know, I know. I, it's just this is fantastic. We just really celebrate you, and uh, it's just been great talking to you. Unless unless Kenny has any more nerdy questions for you. No, it, it's all nerd stuff. <laughs> uh, but I I want to echo what Don says, and when I'm watching you race, whether it's on TV or live. I feel like I'm one of your family member. I'm like super protective and I get really angry at other drivers. And, uh, and I know you can't see me, but uh, I'm one of those nerds waving you on. Go, go, go. Come on. Go. Uh, uh, well, You're so fun to watch, Kennedy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're going to have to come down to Menominee and see you race. So we'll, we'll keep track of your schedule and, and um, you know, be one yeah. of your biggest fans. Please, Definitely. please. We'd love to have you guys. And I just want to, you know, one more thing to the fans that are out there listening to is, you know, she's the first female to ever win the Punky Mainer, which has been going for 42 years now. Wow. wow. Youngest yeah. race oh. yeah. to ever win the Punky Mainer. Wow. That's a special race they have every year at Red Cedar in Menominee. And, uh, yeah, she, she won that thing. That was so, so cool. Uh, you know, it's so neat when you uh, hop out of the car in victory lane and you take off your helmet and you've got the pigtails and you're standing on top <laughs> and the fans just love it. They can't get enough. It's so fun, Kennedy. I, 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 I hope you don't mind. I don't want to put all this weight on your shoulders, but you're a real inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> you really are. I'm sure an inspiration. You're inspiring uh uh, younger racers, you know, young girls look up to you, and and uh, you got to feel good about that. So yeah, I do. That was that's definitely one of the things that keeps me going in racing, and that's one thing I wanted to accomplish was to inspire other people. So thank you. Yeah, very good. Kennedy, you're lucky I don't live in Minneapolis anymore. Otherwise, I'd be over in Menominee three nights a week <laughs> trying to help out, just doing anything I could. You wouldn't be able to get rid of me. So, uh, con consider she knows more than you do, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> consider yourself lucky that I'm too far away. Oh, well, thank but, you guys so much. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, anything else you want to say? Any other uh, words of advice? Or <laughs> I just want to thank all the fans and... Um, my sponsors because without them I couldn't do what I do and they're more than your sponsor stuff they're family yeah and uh, yeah cool. thank you for having me yeah and right. thank you to you Jason for uh for for being in the background here and and um supporting yeah, always, always. I try to keep my mouth shut. I told her I would. She says I talk too much. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, you guys. So thank I'm you. I'm sorry for being own. such. What's that? I'm sorry. She's coming into her own, and that's that's what I love best about seeing all this. You yeah, know, you gotta be so proud. You can't get her to say boo. Now she can sit down and talk, and you want to talk racing, she can talk with the best of them. 
Perfect. Yep. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure. Sorry I'm such a nerd, but I'm a big fan. I can't help it. <laughs> All right, yeah, you guys. Right on. Thank you. Okay, bye, guys. Thanks. Bye, thank, bye, you, thank you. One. Okay, let's take a little break here and talk about DK Mags. They've got a full stock of everything you need, firearms and ammunition, accessories related. Uh, and if you're looking for something rare or hard to find, DK Mags is the place to go. They do take specialty orders on uh, on those hard-to-source items. You, you may as well start your shopping right at the website, dkmags.com, but feel free to stop in. You'll love the shop. They've got a vast amount of knowledge, um, a very deep knowledge throughout the store, including their on-site gunsmithing staff. They also have outside resources for those really hard, difficult gunsmithing issues, and they can get you a good price. They have the buying power of a larger business, but they keep it family-friendly. They know a lot of us by name, and that's one of the reasons you can uh, really trust them, especially if you're a first-time gun buyer, you're thinking about it. Stop in and ask those questions you might think stupid. There's no stupid questions when it comes to firearm. Feel free to stop in. Fair pricing, quality firearms, and a wonderful staff at DK Mags. They're on Old 8 in New Brighton and on the web, dkmags.com. Hey everybody, it's John here and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 and use code GARAGELOGIC50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GARAGELOGIC50 at factormeals.com slash garagelogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Are you laughing at me? Yeah, baby, a little bit. That's okay. I'm so I I'm spent. Oh I'm, no! I was so nervous. I'm not used to getting nervous doing this. There's nothing I won't do and say on the air, but for some reason I was really rattled about this. Oh, because why? I mean, what? Go further with that. Tell um, me more. I sound like a psychiatrist. Because I don't want her to. Th- I don't want her to think that I'm just some dumb old duffer. You know what I mean? Um, what is a duffer? I, I, I just. I guess I want her respect, and I'm not sure that I'm able to what earn the hell? it. <laughs> yeah, no. I think she's just glad that she has a fan out there, probably, and people supporting her. Yeah, and I she think knows she, you, I mean, she knows you know a lot the way you were yeah. talking. So I mean, I, yeah, I, don't think she, I think she clearly respects the fact that somebody gave her time to talk about what she loves. But I thought the questions you guys asked were were better than the stuff I did because I, I think I know too much about it to to be accessible to listeners that might not understand 
or know a lot about it, but there are dirt tracks all over the, all of our states. Um, and there's a couple really close to Minneapolis. Um, Cedar Lake Speedway is close. Uh, Menominee is fairly close. Um, e- even um, southwest southwest of the Twin Cities, there's some really cool tracks. Uh, Ogilvie, Superior, up in Duluth. Why are you well, laughing at well, me? I'm, I'm just laughing because you always make fun of me on Garage Logic. See, I know. my point is if I know something really well, yeah. I want to be a geek and talk about it. You are afraid to. Me, I, I want to share I my knowledge and see if I could, you know, it, get anybody it, excited. Did I ask anything stupid? No. Okay, no. because I, I don't know, yeah, yeah. hardly, I'm just a spectator. I would go to Lucas Oil Speedway in Wheatland, Missouri. I think you've asked me about that. Dawn, track I'm, going, before. I'm going there. This oh, you are? Oh, cool. We're, we're going to Indy 500, and they have um, some late model races there. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or no, Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday before the Indy 500. Uh-huh. So first oh. we're going to go down to dirty old Missouri, see a race, <laughs> and then Is we're going to go Is that a good racetrack? Yeah. See, I don't know in, in relation to, I've only been there, so uh, would would she be going down there for any reason, or is she just <laughs> stay in the area? If she follows through on her plan to run with the USRA mods, the uh-huh. tour, yeah, she'll, she'll race there. Oh, cool. And, and actually, I was talking to Jason last night. There's a big race in um, Iowa this weekend, Davenport, Iowa, uh-huh. and I was wondering if she was going to go down there for that, but they just brought the new car home um, last night, mm. and they're getting the engine this week. Um, But yeah, I think she's got a really bright, bright history. And one of the things we didn't bring up that I know about is she might get some college scholarships for softball. That's how good she is. is. That's what I was thinking. And I hope hope that's true. Yeah. And then how is she going to balance that? Um, And I I can't (laughs) tell Jason what, how to approach this because I'm a dad and I still don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, But I think I might be tempted to let her play softball. Well, know. I mean, she's her own person. Like, she she sounds like she's pretty bright. She can figure it out for herself, you know what I'm saying? Like, she knows how to manage her time already. She, she like, does CrossFit all the time. I saw yeah. on her profile, I'm like, mm-hmm. she's also doing CrossFit and softball. Like, yeah. I'm so tired just even reading this. I could barely <laughs> get up this morning. I was and, like, <laughs> I got to stop. And, <laughs> and to play a softball slash baseball geek, if she's playing shortstop in high school, that probably means she is of the elite on her team because that's the position that really is the center of, of your baseball team. And she's yeah. in the honor yeah. roll. She gets yeah. good and grades. And uh, up until a I'm few like years. I'm like her crazy old aunt that she doesn't know. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> You're doing so good, Kennedy. Good <laughs> job all, now. Do you need me to make you a ham sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Have you been drinking your water? Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. I want to hang out with her mom and cuss along with her. Oh, Autumn is so awesome because yeah. she just lets them fly when she's doing the, the live great. Facebook things. Yeah, it's so cool. Oh. And, oh, I, w- I didn't want to bring this up when they were on, but this crash that she got in last year, mm. uh, Jason ran out on the track after the crash, and he was freaked out. Oh. And he was visibly upset. And so was I, Jason. And so was everybody else. <laughs> yeah. And Jason actually apologized a few days later. He 
made a public apology for his behavior, and it's like, hey, no apology needed, yeah. dude. Oh we were yeah, yeah, out yeah. Too. And it's your kid. Yeah. Come yeah. on, I mean, yeah. that's, you could freak out if you want to. You know who I think she could be great friends with is Bridget McCutcheon's. You know? I think so. Yeah. yeah, you know she's she's our uh, girl out on the we, road, um, trying to break the Guinness World Record. Um, it's it's the recurring theme in my life, Dawn. I can only hang with badass broads. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> right? Uh, they got to be. They got to have a head full of brains, and they got to be badass and willing to do and say anything. And you know that's what I married. That's what you are. That's what Kennedy, Bridget, all all these gals that I love are all badass broads, and she's definitely at the top of the list. But what I did want to say about racing, it used to be dirty old greasy mechanics showing up in beaters, and it was kind of a a bit of a redneck sport. But go-kart racing has changed the way racing is because all of these kids now are coming Uh, up, and they're in their teens and late teens when they transfer out of go-karts and into race cars. And it's really, really made uh, racing interesting. All my favorite racers now are either teenagers or they've just turned 20. (laughs) There's a kid up here, Carter Rents. I love watching him. He's probably 19 now. Uh, There's another kid up here, Bryce Sward in um, Late Models. He is a total badass. And that's the top class, the Late Models. Mm -hmm. And he's out there competing against big dollar teams and doing good. Uh, another gal up here, Haley Lee, Mackenzie Michelson, and, and it, there's just a lot of gals racing, and it takes that's fantastic. It takes balls to go out there and compete against, you know. And some of these guys are surly and crusty, and they'll 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 give you the door. Yeah, you that's know? just so embarrassing. I have such secondhand embarrassment for grown men who are intimidated by a 16 year old girl <laughs> and would pick on them or be mean. I'm like, oh God, please don't do this. Like, I just want to say, let me tell you about yourself for a second, okay? Yeah, yes. You're a piece of S. <laughs> yes. Go to the snack bar, get some nachos. We'll see you later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look in the I mean, mirror. It's so embarrassing. Like, that come guy, on. That guy you're seeing in the mirror is a piece of S. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, hang it up. Oh, so, could I get in a go kart? You know, can what? I wreck a go kart? There's a class for there's old a, ladies. There's it's called the silver class. No, there's a class that's called uh, short trackers, or um, they're little front wheel drive cars, and it's not an expensive class. And the roommate keeps going. I should be out there. I could kick ass. I should be out there. And finally, I threw it down. I said, I said, okay. I will buy a car. I will oh. devote all my time, and I'll never get you. You do the driving. And she looked at me, and she was thinking about it. And then she, then the sober side came by and said, "Oh, we don't have enough money. We don't have enough time. We can't do this. We can't <laughs> the do that." Sober side, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we should yeah, take I, a staff trip to like a pro card indoors, Kenny, and we all just we all just go uh, oh, tour around. Yeah, that's what we should do. We should all the four of us go yeah. to a go kart track. That'd be fun. Yeah. We'd end up getting kicked out. But it would be fun <laughs> until that happened. Well, let's make it happen for sure. Anyway, uh, if folks want to check her out, her Facebook page is 18S Racing. Um, the site I referenced where I watch these races is called Dirt. I think it's called Dirt Race Central, DRC. And you can buy a subscri- subscription by the month or the year. Um, Kennedy was racing Midwest mods. We call them B mods. Now she's moved into the higher, tougher class, the mods. Um, what else? Uh, I think I covered it all. Kenny, can I ask you a nerd racing question? Yeah. 
I, I've always wondered this because, as you know, I'm a very loose uh, racing fan, like uh, novice at best, but I, I watch a fair amount. But when I say fair amount, what I'm watching is the big IndyCar races or NASCAR or sometimes even the Saturday races. So not a lot of local stuff. Right. But the one thing that I do try and give these guys and gals credit for that I don't think enough people do is you might not be the most I'm already having trouble describing this but these guys and gals for the most part they're in pretty good shape it takes it takes a lot to Mm. sit in these cars that by the way don't have air conditioning because it slows down the car I mean the thing that always boggles my mind Kenny is a pit stop at a hot NASCAR race where you got the guy whose literal job is to dump the bucket of ice on the driver. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, that yeah. takes conditioning. You have to be conditioned mm-hmm. to do what they do. Definitely. They're definitely athletes. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and a lot of people would dispute that, but uh, you're absolutely Please. right. They are athletes and they do train. Um, they're running. They're like um, CrossFit, what Kennedy does. They're riding bikes. They're always working out. And now that's transferred over into the pits where all the guys that come over the wall are also in top shape and you know they can throw a tire around yes. and, and and they yeah it's it's really really changed i watched a video on youtube kenny to that point and of course you know this but maybe a lot of the listeners don't a lot of these pit crews are former athletes like yeah. they have went and sought out former football players former yeah. basketball players people who can basically get the job done in a very quick amount of time. It's the whole yeah. sport to me is very fascinating. I'm I'm learning more by basically the the week, but I enjoy it. I'll watch any kind of racing, but I have to admit NASCAR racing is my least favorite. It's just uh I don't like racing where they take each other out on purpose. Um true race fans hate crashes. I hate seeing mm-hmm. I hate seeing somebody get wrecked on purpose and I really really hate seeing accidental crashes. Um and th- it seems like NASCAR it's the most prevalent in NASCAR where they'll just take a, a guy mm-hmm. out and, and that just doesn't work for me. It's yeah. why I love indie racing and F1 racing. You don't see any of that crap and you don't see a lot of it in dirt track racing. Um, but it is there, and we did have an episode last weekend in southern United States where some asshat went after another guy during a yellow flag, and he ended up getting thrown in jail. What? Yeah. Are because you serious? He crashed this guy repeatedly during a yellow and finally destroyed his car, and then, of course, the um, the drama continued in the pits, and there was a fight, and the guy ended up sitting in jail. And so did his dad, by the way. Oh, so his he could da- put, uh, because they were physically fighting after, that's yep. why he got... Okay. Okay, I thought yep. maybe it's for doing yep. something on the racetrack. And, and like, if you ask me, that just that's just a black eye on the sport, the fighting. You know? Yeah, that's dumb. That's it, like it, toxic masculinity. Yeah, it, it, it'll bring in the numbers, um, but does it bring in the true race fans? I don't think so. I think it just brings in the people that want to see a fight. Yeah. So. I got a brother-in-law who's a NASCAR nut, always has been, yeah. and he basically says the same thing you do. He used to actually race. Uh, both NASCAR and drag race. Yeah. And he was one of those guys, he would never come around because he'd be sitting at home on Sunday afternoon watching the race. <laughs> and now yeah. he says, you know, he says, yeah, it's just not, you know, as yeah. interesting as it used to be. It's, yeah. uh, it's not yeah. as much fun. Yeah. Well, I need a nap. I'm worn out. That no. that was a, a, a yeah. Another, I did a week worth of show, show prep. Do, pal. You yeah. got another show to do. Oh, you better get right. ready for that one. Well, you got another show. So do I. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is that show, Don McLean? Uh, the Adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. For listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.